when we are obsessed with something, something beautiful happens. We're able to absorb everything that is coming at us. It's almost like tree branches in the wind where it just blows, but it doesn't topple a tree. It doesn't knock it over. It just passes through and the tree branches just kind of wave around and it's okay. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. There's a balancing act, right? Between being a workaholic and being obsessed. Welcome back, Conscious Investor. We are going to be diving into a topic that's a little bit sticky today. And before we do that, I obviously want to say thank you because Conscious Investor, you are generous and kind and I appreciate it so much. You know that once a week, I will look into the ratings and reviews like and what's been left behind. And I just want to give a huge shout out to Radio Tim. I'm saying Tim because it's TMM. And the review says refreshing five stars. If you're new to investing, thinking about it, or want a refreshing view on how to be more deliberate, conscious, and conscientious with your investing, give a listen. As well, I say thank you so much for taking time to leave an awesome rating and review. And if you haven't done so already, why not? Go ahead and head on over. Make sure that you are following the show so that it's coming right to you and sharing the show with people that you care about most. All right, let's dive in because some people might think that I am a workaholic and other people think that I am obsessed. And I think that you, conscious investor, probably fall into that because I have found that many conscious investors fall under the category of being high performers. You love your job. You love what you're doing. You're investing past because you love what you do, but you want to grow your investment portfolio. And sometimes people can say they're confused. Well, are you a workaholic? Let's talk about this a little bit more. Let me give you the backstory as to why this even was percolating on my mind. I'm always reading. I read personal development, then I flip into professional development. And then I'm probably listening to books in between. I probably have an audiobook going at the same time as I'm reading a book in the morning, right? It's a little bit of an obsession, <laughs> to say it, put it mildly. Recently, I listened to the book E-Myth Revisited. There are lots of different versions, iterations of the E-Myth, but I listened to the one called E-Myth Revisited. It's a fantastic fable. And the subtitle of that book is called like, Why Small Businesses fail and what to do about. And as I was reading this book, and as I was reading through Robert Greene's book, Mastery, he also touches on this topic of obsession versus workaholic. I'm extrapolating a little there. Green really dives into obsession. And so as I was interacting with like these just different topics in the books, it really made me reflect. Next thing you know, my daughter, I call her little miss. She comes up and she's complaining that her bow hand, she's a violinist. And she's like, gosh, mom, my hand really hurts. And I asked her, I said, Hey, are you gripping your bow too tightly? Cause I can't imagine why your bow hand would be hurting. And she was convinced, no, I didn't. And her violin lesson yesterday, it came about, as I mentioned this to her instructor, I said, she did mention that her bow hand was bugging her a little bit. She's taken a few days off of practice because of that. And so Simone ends up coming back to me saying, Hey, I actually think mom that I was practicing and I was pressing too hard on the strings. I was over gripping and I was pressing too hard. And that's what really brought the concept of being a workaholic versus being obsessed really way to the front of my mind because I was thinking about it. So 
often we will be so workaholic-esque. We're overzealous. So we think, oh my gosh, if I just put in more hours on this project, it's going to be so much better. Or if I just make like 10 more calls every single day, I'm going to achieve and reach my goals even sooner. Or if I just dump a little more money into advertising over on Facebook and social media and blah, 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 then I'm going to like reap these crazy results. And we think more, 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 more. And that's kind of the philosophy of a workaholic is like, I have to hold that bowstring tightly. I've got to be pressing hard on those strings because if I don't, everything's going to fall apart or it's not going to be as great as I want it to be. In reality, we end up suffocating ourselves in the world around us. This also is brought to mind by it's mountain bike season. So be prepared, conscious investor. I will be bringing probably lots of examples from out in the wilderness and on the trail over the next many episodes. And I was out biking. I was really being very conscious to loosen my upper body, my grip, right? And so for those of you who aren't out there on the trails mountain biking, when you're climbing, you're going up the hill, you actually use your arms, right? And you're using, you're kind of pulling on your arms so that you can get just a little more power out of every single pedal. So that's great when you're going uphill, but when you're flying downhill, which is something I absolutely love doing, is that you really have to release and you've got to be like super loose and you have to actually hold those grips loosely, not too loose that your hands are going to fly off, right? But you don't want to be gripping so hard that your body is all tense because then you just every single bump, it's like super intense. But if you relax your body, you're able to just like go in a really smooth, fluid motion with all of the undulation. Every single bump that you're hitting on the trail, instead of it jarring down to the every tendon and every fiber of your bone, it just, your body just naturally absorbs it as this nice shot. Okay. That's also leads into that concept of like, if we're a workaholic, we're tense and we're absorbing everything and it makes us rigid and we can actually really hurt ourselves when we are obsessed with something beautiful happens. We're able to relax. We're able to absorb everything that is coming at us. It's almost like tree branches in the wind where it just flows, doesn't topple a tree, doesn't knock it over. It just passes through and the tree branches just kind of wave around and it's okay. Obsession is actually really healthy. That sounds crazy to some people to think that an obsession could be healthy. But when we're obsessed with something, it's we're drawn to it and it's doing something beneficial beneficial in our life. And we're able to receive it and release it. We have a really good give and take when we have a true obsession. We know when we can release it and just like set it aside so that we can be present and we can relax in a different setting or enjoy something else. Still idling in our minds, probably still linking things together a bit, but it's a gift. When we're a workaholic, it's a chore, a task, a burden. It's something that suffocates us rather than brings fresh air and light and life into our lives. I was thinking about this further about who would I want to work with? What kind of partners would I want to work with? What kind of people do I want to conduct business with? Well, would you rather be conducting business with someone who is healthily obsessed and enjoying and iterating and creating and growing and morphing and absorbing the changes that are taking place? Or someone who is so rigid, fear-based, someone who's always just trying to do more for the sake of doing more? So important for us to relax and release because there is a point of 
diminishing returns when we operate in the workaholic zone. All of this isn't something that we need to wait for permission to do. We need to give ourselves permission to recognize and to be highly aware of where we are being workaholics. We need to see that for ourselves and call ourselves out and put ourselves in check in a healthy way and say, oh, whoa, I thought if I did more and leaned into more, if I sent more emails, if I did more, that it would be better, but it's not. And actually people are going to be drawn to me as I'm relaxed and I'm enjoying this process. It will be a magnet to the world around us. As we navigate dealing with the stresses and tensions and pressures that come our way and right, that's what stress is. Stress is tension in our life. Let's just go down that rabbit hole for a brief moment. Think about this. If you were out rock climbing, one of my former favorite obsessions previous to mountain biking, <laughs> yes, there's a theme for anything that might have a potential, you know, hazard to it. I probably love it. And as you are rock climbing, you want a healthy balance between tension and slack. And as you're climbing up, if you're on lead, you're the first person going up and paving the way, then you want to know that your belayer, it has all the slack out of the line. So if you fall, you're not going to take as bad of a fall. There's this tipping point and there's this point between each of your segments to where you're going to have, there has to be some slack because you're away from your last piece of protection and you're going up to your next. And before you set your protection your or you clip in whatever it is that you're doing, depending on what kind of climbing you're doing, before you do that, you have this huge liability. And as soon as you clip that, now there's this healthy tension. It's healthy. It feels good. You see, not all stress. Let's let's talk about the negative part of this. I remember sometimes I'd be rappelling down a thousand feet or more and you're rappelling down and next thing you know, you're trying to switch to go to your next section and you can't get your rope and you have this tension and that's kind of not the tension you want in your life. My point of bringing this up is that not all tension is bad. Not all stress, just tension, not all of it is bad. When we approach the tensions in our life with the wonder, the curiosity of a healthy obsession, now we can avoid being that tense workaholic that turns into a grouch and curmudgeon, right? We can say, I know that I am at this risky moment right here, but I trust my partner down below and I trust that I'm going to fulfill this process and it's going to be okay. You have to build the bridge. When we get tense and rigid, we freeze and we cause more harm than good. I mean, think about some of the aches and pains that you have in your body. A lot of people who have back issues, their issues are actually associated with stress and how their muscles are tensing up and pulling on their backbone. So the more we can really physically relax, mentally relax, emotionally relax, and spiritually retreat into a position of faith. Like, wow, we open up opportunity. So I'm curious for you, conscious investor. Are you a workaholic? I just can't even wrap my head around that. I am a recovering workaholic. I used to be like that. I used to believe that more meant more. And I used to believe that if I poured more into it, it would be so much better. But I realized also, and coincidentally, listening to another book, it's called Naked and it is about business relationships. It's so good. Highly recommend it as an audiobook. but more doesn't mean more. And so when we take time away, we actually recoup and rejuvenate in such powerful ways. We show up better. Go into the world of obsession, follow the curiosity, welcome that. 
with open arms because it is so much fun. That's when you get to swim in your zone of genius. And let me tell you, as someone who lives a 98% on purpose life in my zone of genius, it is wondrous. And it's there for anybody. You can start creating it right where you are in the job that you are at. Welcome the jobs that are in your zone of genius and enjoy them. And I promise you, people are going to notice it and they're going to want you to do even more of that. That's what I've got for you today. Workaholic or obsession, what is the balancing act between the two? It's your life. You get to decide this. No one else can decide for you what the trajectory is. So own it and create, design the life that you are intended, that is already given to you. Believe it, receive it, live it because it's beautiful. Until next time, conscious investor, live big, love bigger and do great things. Are you enjoying this episode? Where would your life be without content like this? Help spread the word by sharing on your social platforms. And please tag me, Happy Julie Holly.